Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path, episode 50. Masquerade! Masquerade! It's masquerade ah. time. Got the Phantom of the Opera playing in my head. <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera is there. <laughs> Inside your mind. Welcome, everyone, back to the, uh, the continued exploits of the Knights of Summer. Uh, we are back once again for our, our fantastic, I'm going to assume, 50th episode. We haven't gotten there yet, but uh, I've got some fun things planned for this one. Oh, geez. <laughs> Not that I don't have fun things planned for each of them, but still. When last we left our heroes, our Knights of Summer, the party was still attending the Tanager Jubilee, the celebration of the founding of the Palace of Birdsong in beautiful Merritt County, where they had been uh, whining and dining, smoozing with the noble elite of the, uh, the county. Uh, which had included uh, the Count Bartleby Lothied, whom they hoped to oust eventually, uh, mm -hmm. Baron Nicholas O'Cara and Baroness Adela Voynum, the two barons of uh, two of the three um, other baronies, other than the Stavian barony, which is actually administered by Count Bartleby, Lady Parthena Crabbe, and the Honorary Tribune Honor Sycom, along with, uh, I believe it's 12 other people here as well that you've been kind of chatting up and talking to, of various positions and station. Mm -hmm. After a triumphant hunt, uh, that ended in the bagging of a manticore, uh, not yeah. on the original hunt uh, list of things that you're expecting to bring back. True. Verity was no. named the Huntress of the Evening, and a what? feast was held uh, in celebration of the successful hunt, mm -hmm. which was, was delicious. It was. Made me hungry. Yeah. Mm, true. That seems to be like the theme of the last, I don't know, 12 episodes or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just kind of hungry. <laughs> Hopefully you don't listen to this before lunch. Like, oh, man, ill pie. I could go for that. I yeah. still want some freaking gingerbread. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, gingerbread is good. I like soft gingerbread, though, not like crunchy, like ginger snap cookies and stuff. Anyway, it sorry. depends on what you're eating them for. <laughs> That's true. However, <laughs> that is not something we need to concern ourselves with today. As the true. feast is over, you've had a chance to change into your masquerade ball gowns and suits in preparation for the Tanager Jubilee's annual masquerade. The event of the season. Oh, geez. And uh, yeah, I believe we'd actually left off after all of you had made some uh, some good impressions with some of your fellow nobles here. Mm-hmm. Nobody hates us anymore, at least. Yeah, no one yeah. hates you. No, nobody's yeah. unfriendly. They're at best, they're, they're at worst indifferent to us. Yes. <laughs> Which is no great. one hates you that you're aware of. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. we're aware. I mean, Titus no, nobody might. Nobody who matters hates us. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Titus. Titus doesn't even come in a costume. He's just himself because he's already that fabulous. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think he's that fabulous. He's just wearing a he's wearing a paper mask that's just like a print of his face. That's God. what he thinks. He's that fabulous. He just shows up <laughs> as himself because why would he have to do anything else? That's true. <laughs> but I suppose to uh, to kick things back off, all of you had had a chance to go and change into your evening's best. Upon changing, all of you in your guest rooms are joined by Purple Finch, who leads you back out through the Grand Hall, back onto the veranda, and then out into the back courtyard, where you had a witness an assassination attempt just yesterday. 
Yeah. Yes. Thank you for the reminder. Pure tablecloths. Gracious. <laughs> Although the eastern side of the veranda has been uh, has been set up, shall we say. As you step out here, you go through the wide doors. Again, there are two sets of double doors, basically this 20-foot area of these open glass doors where you step out onto the veranda to find your fellow guests are all bedecked in their evening's finest. The sky perfectly cloudless, stars shining overhead, the crescent moon hanging high in the sky, the beautiful sound of birds chirping and singing amongst the various gilded cages that line this area dotted with numerous sconces and with magical light that illuminates the grounds outside. This is even further given this almost, shall we say, fairy tale fill. As these fireflies dance and dart through the vast field around you, creating this almost ethereal air to this setting. How fancy. Your fellow nobles gathered out here as you can just see this array of bright and vibrant colors from uh, the gathered groups here. Hopefully being able to pick out a few of the people that you're uh, expecting to speak to. Although that may come with some certain challenge. Hmm. Okay. Well, again, everyone's wearing masks, so you may have ah, to go and uh, try to find I mean, uh, whoever you want to talk to this evening, as the great unmasking has not happened. <laughs> However, as you all step out here, I suppose since you guys did spend some time, put some effort into it, and it has been uh, a number of episodes since you'd had the chance to go shopping. So let's do a quick round table and just remind everyone, uh, what, are, what are you wearing? What are you? <laughs> oh, yes. Verity is a gold and red phoenix. Nice. nice. Oh, it's like a really fancy phoenix mask that's mostly gold. One of those like ridiculous, how can a person really even wear this fancy like hot couture ball gown dress things. Very cool. Fair enough. Gracious. Uh, so Cornelius is wearing a uh, gray three-piece suit uh, with like a darker gray vest and then a white shirt uh, and is wearing a uh, gray eagle mask. Very well. Very cool. So I've got like the little like, you know, yellow beak um, and then like a mottled gray kind of uh, plumage. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. So Gwen went like all out. Her dress. More than a it, phoenix? Yes. Uh, her dress is. Uh, <laughs> Till the phoenix burst into flames. Is silver and red. Like the corset top part of the dress is designed to look almost like armor with long flowy red skirts with uh, two angel wings coming off the back. Um, her mask is uh, silver and covers like the top part of her face and goes back over the top of her head where six angel wings come off the top of the mask. All right. So her hair is, in a, is down where it falls down past her waist because she can't do an updo since half of her mask is covering the top of her head. I imagine it's got like braids and curls with, you know, the ribbons and the strings of gems and stuff all spread through them. She is fancy AF and is extremely happy right now. I mean, we did spend a small fortune on these outfits, so <laughs> we better look amazing. We're basically at the Met Gala right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, oh, that's God. exactly what you should be Kinda, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. Well, I don't want to say that Felix is wearing a subtle outfit, but it is definitely not Gwen levels. <laughs> um, you don't have you don't have wings on your head and on your shoulder. Uh, no, she didn't really go for an animal theme. She just went for kind of just a, a golden filigree theme. So her mask is a is a half mask that is golden filigree with a subtle uh, key designs blended in throughout the filigree. And her dress kind of continues it, but it's more of embroidered filigree, and it's. Kind kind of an asymmetrical look that uh, swoops down into a, a beautiful skirt and has like the long flowing 
uh, sleaze, but it is definitely a uh, different look for Felix, who's used to more practicality, and so she's having fun with this tonight. Mm. Nice. Uh, Oliver opted for a white tuxedo affair uh, with more of a almost sky blue shirt. His mask is actually uh, made of porcelain and is shaped much like an equine face, although at the top there are actually a number of uh, swooping feathers and an almost pair of wing-like designs coming off of the edges. Um, nice. Yeah, embodying uh, the namesake of his home, Pegasus Peak. So again, all of you step out here looking dashing. You look amazing. <laughs> Make your way down into the... Uh, the courtyard area back behind the main structure around the fountain where just earlier today you had scared some ills. <laughs> and slightly later after that, there was an ill massacre as the rest of them were murdered. <laughs> Never mind the ills. Again, off towards your right-hand side as you descend the stairs and then make your way out into the gardens. Basically along the veranda, a large stage has been erected. Probably gives all of you a little bit of flashbacks of yesterday's entertainment, considering mm. that there's uh, a number of these like pillars made to look like the classical Taldane pillars, what we would describe as Roman Roman pillars of this whole stage set over there with a large backdrop of a beautiful pastoral countryside. A <laughs> backdrop of a past beautiful pastoral countryside while we're in a beautiful pastoral countryside. Yes. What? It's the picture booth. No. <laughs> Cornelius is smiling. Verity's just holding up a little sign with an arrow that says I'm with stupid. <laughs> uh, that's not true. Pointing at the smartest man in the room. I was going to say, my intelligence is the highest. Yeah, that would be really weird. <laughs> but it would be an insult because it's a thing he takes pride it's in. It's true. But you make your way down here into the, uh, the courtyard to begin mingling with the guests. Again, there are so many people here gathered about chatting with one another that it's, uh, again, somewhat difficult to even tell who is who. Uh, really, there's only one person that you can immediately pick out and then pick out a second person by association. Which is silly because she's uh, like a head shorter than everyone else here. Uh, yes. Wearing a brilliant fox mask. Oh, that's that great. That is ah, appropriate. Nice. Uh, yes. Considering, you know, the fingers that she lost in the process. <laughs> the other th way we can yes, tell is she's missing fingers. She doesn't hold that you know? against the fox. Yeah. Various shades of, uh, of orange and like a trussle in the back that's made up. It's not technically like fuzzy, but it's made up to resemble in coloration a bright orange and black foxtail. There you go. That's so cute. That's fun. And as such, you can assume that the towering bear-like figure wearing <laughs> an adorable river otter mask next oh. to her oh. is nice. her father, Bear No Care. That's great. Aww. Biggest river otter there ever was. Yes. <laughs> Would not want to run into him. A dire otter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but as you make your way down, you have a chance to just kind of go around, talk for a couple of people, uh, grab some drinks, because uh, a number of servants are walking about with platters in their hands, handing out drinks for everyone. Before the door opens, out steps in a beautiful robe of silver and black, wearing this amazing silver and white headpiece of an owl. Your host, Count Lothied. Hmm. I'm glad I didn't go for an owl mask. Yeah. <laughs> it I was going to say, really it might still be pretty easy to figure out who people are because everybody's going to go with their house things. Well, you if know? you have a house animal, hey, most people are going to go that direction. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't go for the house animal. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I looked for a quote-unquote monkey-themed masquerade mask, and uh, the options were non-existent. <laughs> they, they, all, all of them were just like, they looked like children's like little cutout masks, but none of them were like... <laughs> masquerade mm. masks because I was like I was going to do the whole Abadar thing but that's why I just went with gold filigree because I was like yeah I'm not wearing a children's monkey mask <laughs> I wouldn't blame you it's fair Count Lothied steps out onto the uh, the top of the stairs 
that leads down from the veranda down here, uh, where the podium was previously. There's not a podium here, where he was supposed to give his speech yesterday until he was shot. Or shot at. Uh, 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 uh. Um, I was about to say, who who was shot? Until Felix was shot. <laughs> he steps out. There's a polite applause from everyone here. I imagine all of you join in. Yeah, I yeah, mean, sure. I'll politely applaud, sure. Off towards the side, the same small orchestra that was playing for dinner is still playing. The variety of uh, compositions and popular symphonies from uh, Taldane composers. Although they fade down as he holds his hands up. Mm. My dear friends... I hope that you have enjoyed the last two days of festivities as much as I have. <laughs> and I trust that you will enjoy this evening's festivities just as much. The masquerade is a long-standing tradition, a means by which to escape the drudgery and toil of our day-to-day -day lives, managing the responsibilities given to us by our birthright. Eye roll of the century. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this year is the 100th and 90th Masquerade Ball. Established that is first when my ancestor, Duke Panavar Lothied II, was given stewardship of the County of Merit by the Grand Prince Stavian I as a means by which to forget all of the trouble and difficulty that came with the ascendancy, shall we say at times, bloody ascendancy of the Stavian line. Taldor has endured for thousands of years because Taldor is strong. Tonight, we gather together and dance and celebrate, for tomorrow we will need to return to our responsibilities to lead this great nation through the dark and turbulent times it now finds itself in. So to lead us through the darkness, perhaps, we should start the festivities. He spreads his arms and lifts his hands as, in the distance, some distance away from you, back past the hedges, there's suddenly this screeching sound as streamers fly up into the sky and fireworks explode in a prism of colors raining down and outshining the very stars themselves. Okay, Gwen likes the fireworks. There is that wild is cool. applause from everyone as they stare up at the uh, the explosions in the sky overhead. You know Who how expensive like it must be fireworks. to get a firework out here? Uh, I mean, you have to import them all the way from Tien, but I'm sure the Corsinas probably do that. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. But it's uh, probably obscenely expensive to do oh, fireworks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Each one of those uh, peasants, full year's pay. Yeah. As the applause dies down, the Count smiles, gestures to the side, where a play troupe makes their way out onto the stage. Oh, Lord. This evening, we reenact the popular Taldor by Right. Please enjoy the play and enjoy the evening, as the ballroom will be open shortly. However, first we want an opportunity to socialize and relax. Shall we? There is applause from everyone as the uh, the play troops takes their position over on stage, all of them dressed in, uh, again, traditional Taldane clothing from uh, thousands of years ago. They're all in togas and, you know, armor <laughs> and centurion helmets and all the rest of that as they walk over off towards the side to set up and begin mm. enacting Taldor by right. Mm. Let me guess, this is very favorable to Taldor conquering yep. everything. Um, a vast majority of the play troupe are, in fact, you're going to guess, judging by looking at them, halflings, although these appear to be professional actors. I was going to say, they better be getting part paid. Of the staff. There is one human, an extraordinarily muscular and handsome-looking man. 
Is he playing Teldaris? He is playing Teldaris, which you can tell <laughs> yeah. because he's so taller he's than everyone. Than he's literally else. bigger than everyone to represent his importance. <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. That's good casting, but it's also God. terrible. The first hour of the masquerade begins. It is nine o'clock now. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully so back home. <laughs> hopefully. So off towards the side, the play has begun. As you watch the play, some of you are probably somewhat familiar with the uh, Teldaris by right is basically the Hamilton of Taldor. Mm. <laughs> are the songs as catchy? <laughs> They're pretty dang catchy. <laughs> yeah. are, are they are they mentioned in every like reference that's even remotely available? <laughs> yes. I want to be in the Senate where it happens. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. So it's one of those we've seen this like a thousand times yeah, we type know situations. This place. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes. But yes, watching the play off towards the side, just a, a recap, because this is actually the play goes on for a full hour. Um, oh, while wow. all of you are here. So, and again, most people here are, are having like, it's that hush polite conversations. A lot of people are going over there to watch because first off, this is Taldor. So patriotism mm. is already a huge thing here. Yeah. Uh, secondly, not only is this Taldor, but this is also, I think when I gave you guys the bullet points for like the 10 things you need to know about playing Taldane characters, uh, one of them on there was Taldaris is the man. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> loves Taldaris. Uh, again, true. it's kind of that like, yeah, you could politely talk through Hamilton, but why wouldn't you be watching Hamilton? <laughs> Everybody true. take your most famous folk hero from your country. Yeah, that insert here. It's this guy. But for those of you watching the play in passing, Taldor by right is a dramatic retelling of Taldor's founding by the legendary first emperor Taldars. In short, showing the uh, in the earliest days of the age of anguish, as humanity began to establish lasting city-states in the wake of Earthfall, the descendants of the Aslanti refugees settled on the northeastern shores of the inner sea pushed ever eastward by the deadly orcs and later by increasingly organized Kelid clans, these settlers found the sparsely inhabited lands around the Viridian forest a welcome respite. Their bloodlines and culture having mixed with Gurundi and the Kelids in the tumultuous centuries before, few of these first Haldanes were true inheritors of Aslanti legacy, and many of the ruined empire's cultures, faith, magic, and traditions had already been lost to time. As such, the first Haldanes were their own people hardy and willful, and their city-states grew strong. For centuries, these eastern city-states, amongst them the modern cities of Casimir, Opara, and Zamar, existed as independent entities, sometimes at war, often in competition, and each maintained its own distinct culture. Then, in came the hero of legend, to unite a nation. Raised by lions on the Tandak Plains, <laughs> Taldaris was already cunning, ferocious, and strong by the time Oparan soldiers found him in the wilderness and adopted him. <laughs> While amongst these warriors, Taldaris learned discipline, oratory, and skill at arms, and he quickly grew from a child mascot into a young captain who had won the heart of the childless Grand Prince. When a mortal wound in battle laid low the Grand Prince of Opara, he used his dying breath to name Taldaris his heir. The Grand Prince Taldaris of Opara began a campaign to unite the scattered communities under a single banner. With a combination of superior forces, tactical prowess, and uncanny luck, Taldaris laid siege first to the neighboring states that possessed the greatest threat, and then he brought his resources to bear on the farther flung and weaker targets. And as such, within 12 years, Taldaris united the scattered city-states throughout a series of brilliant battles and miraculous deeds, naming himself the Emperor of the newly united Principalities of Taldaris. 
Then, over the course of his unnaturally long 149-year reign, finally Jeez. ending in okay, his dude death wasn't fully in negative 1144 AR, citizens of the principalities of Taldaris came to see themselves not as citizens of cities, but as members of a single united nation named Taldor, united against an untamed and unexplored world that they were put into position to shepherd. Knowledge history, how accurate is this? I mean, you can make knowledge history if you so wish. I'm just going to, I'm assuming, I'm assuming my knowledge is going to be, yeah, that's, that's how it happened. You can just take 10. Nope, I rolled a 17 for a 25. As far as Taldor is concerned, that's all fairly accurate. It, it glosses over a lot. There are a lot of things that happened to Taldoris other than that, uh, including the fact that the uh, Angel of Death did come for Taldoris. Mm. Um, however, he then delivered such an impassioned speech about the need for him to continue to lead Taldor that the Angel of Death accepted three lilies as a sign of peace. And in return, the angel promised the emperor another 90 years of life. What? <laughs> Wow, I'm sorry, God. you don't just get Phrasma to just give you 90 years. That's you not how that works. You do when you're mythic. You do when you're Taldoris. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess when you're level 20 and you've got 10 levels of mythic, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, this kind of glazes over. It's Again, it's basically like Hamilton. It glazes over a lot of things. And it combines a couple of people into like one person and <laughs> a yeah. bunch of things like that where you're like, I don't remember Thomas Jefferson being involved in this. <laughs> yeah, but if he's yeah. played by Davi Diggs, then we keep yes. him. We keep Kathleen Davi Diggs true. is over there, so. Okay. <laughs> yep. Somehow even better. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, so this uh, this amazing performance happens while uh, all of you are gathered together. Following the uh, the performance, again, you're having a chance to kind of chat with people. It's not technically a social round. Mm. There are a couple of things that all of you can do in the interim. Oh, alrighty. Such as. So first off, you may, of course, attempt to determine whom people are by wandering mm. around in social. That's kind of the first part of the this evening is like, all right, who is everyone under all of these masks? Like, who can I find? Okay. Um, so you can choose to use this first hour to track somebody down if you're like, all right, I need to figure out who is who. Again, That's you get uh, Okara and his daughter for free. <laughs> They're pretty However, easy to spot. However, once the, the performance is basically done, which technically actually the performance runs for about 45 minutes. A number of the uh, the local, the talented people here will take an opportunity to uh, impress. And by that, I mean those who are capable of performance. Mm. Oh, boy. All of you are aware that uh, you may choose to perform up on stage if you wish to uh, impress everyone here before the Calling dance all Gwen. begins. Calling all Gwen. What are the benefits of doing that instead of tracking down If you do well people. enough, you'll get a morale bonus on influence checks uh, for the rest of the night. Ooh. That is pretty, good. pretty cool. fell it very badly. Um, you will take a penalty. Mm. So just don't fail. Easy. Well, it's one of those things that if you're untrained, you probably don't want to just try yeah, it anyway. Yeah. No, yeah, you don't want to go not. up there and embarrass yourself. Yeah. It's like, How I can't really play the flute, but I'm going to go for it. It's like, no. So I don't have performed dance, but I can do the funky chicken. So let me hop up on stage real quick. <laughs> yes. This isn't Natural the local 20. bar, you know. As Alaska would say, it's not Talent the funky show. chicken. It's yeah. more like a chicken that smells funky. <laughs> <laughs> This is only acceptable if you came to the masquerade as a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it is the noble crest of my house. That was Sully's backup costume. That does not surprise me. And then she has something about some like mythical chicken cryptid. I mean, I'm been sure she's around. got a story. Don't you put it? She comes the masquerade ball as a chicken hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hut. great. That's funny. Yeah. So, what would everyone like to do? Are you uh, are you hunting down people? Or are you hopping up on stage? I just want to hunt people down. Okay. 
somebody find the Inquisitor for me so I can perform? Okay, well, he's not my top priority to find, but if I find him, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. I may find no one. I'm not very good at perception. I was going to say, yeah, if this is perception-based, that's going to be more of a challenge. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like Gwen's the only one performing. Yes, uh, I believe yes, that is correct. The rest was going to try to look yeah, at like, I uh, have no ranks in any performance. Okay. Indeed. So for free, real quick, I will allow all of you to make a sense motive. Okay. I get a 7 for 14. I have rolled a 14 for a 14. Uh, Gwen rolls a 4 for an 18. Uh, Felix rolled a 12 for a 23. Oliver rolled a 15 for a 15. Okay. So it's nice. not bad, actually, for me. So uh, Cornelius and Verity, a little distracted. Yeah. Cornelius sitting there going, well, they did overlook this part and this part in the play. I mean, it's not exactly <laughs> incredibly historically accurate. And Verity looking around going like, I'm very uncomfortable with how many assassins could be in this room. Yes, <laughs> there's so many assassins. So many. You just have to replace also, one person here. Also, why did I order here. this ridiculous dress? It's very hard to sit in. <laughs> yeah, if I need to go, if I need to go save Bartleby, this is going to be very difficult to <laughs> it's find. Be him. Very difficult to do so. For uh, Felix, Gwen, and uh, Oliver, you again, you're you're all out here. You're drinking some. After a few drinks, some liquid courage. The performers finish. There's a, a huge round of applause. Karaoke night, y'all. Go. Oh, we're going to do some norebang. <laughs> there's kind of a murmur. And, you know, there's always that that little bit of that air of like, who's going to step up and, uh, and provide some entertainment because it's a brief venue. A woman separates from the crowd. Uh-oh, evil Again, lady. you can't tell whom this is. However, wearing this amazing Flamingo Ensemble. Oh, it's, oh, it's a crab. It's 100% crab. Like, full on, like, literally dyed plumes of feathers trailing off that of her train. That is pretty cool. I love Neat. it. Makes her way forward up onto the stage. There's applause from everyone uh, as she courageously makes her way forward. Fun druid fact, flamingos are pink because of what they eat. It is yes, true. The they shrimp. are white naturally. But she makes her way up onto stage. It has a brief conversation with the, again, you have a, a small orchestra off towards the side as they switch out their uh, their usual Play instruments such such for a variety of different instruments, uh, setting up mostly um, the drums actually getting quite ready for this before she takes the stage, reaches up, <laughs> removes, you're going to guess she had planned this, removes two hairpins strategically placed to allow her hair to fall down into a wave. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, right. that's just so extra. At which point it. she begins a Kadiran Kaligi dance. Wow, okay. That's a choice. Is this kind of like belly dancing? Because you said like the drums and that kind of thing. Or so it's the Kaliji dance is a traditional uh, dance style from the uh, in our world from the Arabian Gulf region. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hair tossing involved in this. Hmm. Uh, one of the most right distinctive out. aspects of uh, of it. Hair tossing. Uh, basically, of combining the dance with the movement of the hair, uh, swaying, tossing, spinning their hair rhythmically, and wearing this uh, large flowing dress, this ornately decorated dress, adding to the entirety of the uh, the performance. Uh, a lot of rhythmic stepping steps, a uh, number of swaying movements. So it does, again, it does have that little bit of that belly dancer vibe. Well, that's all in like your hips and, you know. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, hands uh, moving gracefully, floating upwards and outwards as the drums continually go, providing this rhythmic beat of drums uh, as she bursts into songs, um, singing in flawless Kellish. Wow. Wild. This is a choice she's making. That's a lot of Kadira Um, stuff. Yeah. This is interesting in the, you know, we're the enemies of Kadira, but we're doing a Kadiran dance and song. I do speak Kellish. Do I get a general idea of what she's singing about? You do. This is a song of the love between a Kadiran soldier 
and a Taldane noblewoman. Star-crossed lovers. Speaking of love, longing, happiness, an inevitable tragedy. All right, so Tristan and he's Uh, old, but Kadira style. Yeah. The dance is exquisite. Um, Obviously, whatever else you may think pertaining towards Dane Crab, running a conservatory that teaches performance might not be a bad thing for her. Yeah, she's great. The audience bursts into applause as she finishes. Um, I will even allow anyone that has... uh, Actually, no, I'll go ahead and give it to Felix Gwynn and Oliver. Uh, technically speaking, Verity and uh, Cordelius didn't actually recognize who she is. Uh, it's just like, well, oh, no. oh, wait, wait, no, that must be crap. Um, especially when everyone else is like, that's that's crap. It's really hard <laughs> not to know, honestly. It's, she is very distinctive and very overblown. Yep. <laughs> Anyone that wishes to may make me either an untrained intelligence or a perform check. Any perform. Untrained intelligence it is. Cool. I rolled a seven for a nine. All right, I roll a 17 for a 21. So I get a 29 on my perform sing check. Okay, Rachel? I rolled a 15 for a 16 intelligence. Okay, and Oliver? Oliver obviously wasn't paying that close attention. I rolled a 1 for a 4 intelligence. (laughs) Ouch. Verity, Felix, uh, Oliver. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, you sure. enjoyed it. You you applaud. For Gwen and Cornelius, you can tell that uh, this was a performance of, basically speaking, she set the bar at 20. So Ooh. this was a performance of a DC 20. Dang. Ah. Uh, you think bravo. to probably impress this evening, you would need to do a 20. Um, you think if you got somewhere in that neighborhood, like even a little bit less, you would still, you know, they would still get applause, but not to the level of uh, that Crab has set the stage if for. If you want to outdo her. Sure. Mm. I'm so scared I'm going to bomb this now. <laughs> no pressure, well, you know, no pressure. The nature of performance. But uh, I believe Gwen was going to walk up on stage after this. Yep, yes. just uh, hum some scales <laughs> real quick. concert now. Well, yeah. no, she's gonna. She's not going to play heavy metal for the nobles. Like, she really wants to. <laughs> I love that you're like, there's also just on heavy metal in this world, but yes. Diggy, yeah, diggy hole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, she really wants to bust out some, like, you know, song that's, like, from, like, Windrose or, you know, like, you yeah. know, the fantasy rock opera, but she she knows that nobles aren't going to go for that. It's true. She's the the traditional dwarven song, Diggy, diggy hole. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. She's going to just sing a, nor- a normal, normal, I say. An She's going to sing an opera, song. but one well, that was, you know, yeah, like popular for okay. Taldor. Probably picks one of her favorites. I'm so sure. scared to make this Almost role. every single Taldane, Taldor opera is about a hero of Taldor because Taldor has so many of them. Mm. God, I'm so scared. You're impressing, so not scared. influencing. Hey. Okay, so I get a 13 oh, okay. for a 27. <laughs> there we yeah. I've seen Heather less worried about death saves. She's definitely like I, public humiliation is worse than death for me. Uh, Twenty seven, however, is a great performance. You step up there, she gives this operatic performance. She moves some people to tears. Especially those that understand the opera that she's performing. Do you have an opera in mind, Heather? I don't know. Probably Tristan is old. <laughs> Quinn is not the happiest person on the planet, so it's probably some something tragedy. sad, some yep. tragedy. You uh, know what I mean? Me, roll me a d4. <laughs> Three. Uh, and roll me a percentile. 76. So you sing of the tragedy of the death of the Grand Prince Jalrun, <laughs> slain by the Kadiran assassins before <laughs> his very lady love. His successor, mm. Grand Prince Hyrote the First, forming the Ulfin Guard, summoning oh out gosh. the Ulfin warriors Ooh, from the north cool. to protect the princes in perpetuity. 
I'm sorry. She did a Kadiran song and dance, and yes. you did a. You remember the time that Kadiran assassinated one of us? the orphan guard. But now we have cool Vikings, y'all. And that's how I we imagine it was more guard. focused on the cool Viking part. Know, it's just you funny. Know? It's true. But <laughs> yeah, you do. You do, in fact, move some people to tears as you make your way down. There is a round of applause. People are genuinely impressed. Uh, Granting you a plus one morale bonus on all influence checks and perform checks for the remainder of the evening. Nice. You you feel a little uplifted. I want to know who cried. If you're going to dance. I am going to (laughs) dance. Sense sense motive, who cried? (laughs) Probably crab. Yeah. Mm, mm. Does anybody else perform or is they like after that stuff, we're not getting anywhere near that stage? There are a couple (laughs) of other people that go up there, uh, do their performances. Although, again, uh, without sensing motive, you don't necessarily know who's who. So for the rest of you, if you're wanting to uncover someone, oh, I guess click round table. Who's trying to uncover whom? Uh, I'm looking for Voinum. Verity's looking for Voinum? Uh, I'm going to try to find uh, Honorary Tribune Psychum. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we already know who Bartleby is. Because we already know who Bartleby and Crab are, so. And O'Kara. And O'Kara. Yeah. All right. Felix? Uh, well, we already know where O'Kara is, so you could find the troublemaker. You could find the. Actually, the... that's a good idea. I will keep an eye out for Titus. <laughs> okay. I want to see where he is to make sure he's not going to pull any sort of shenanigans. Ah, uh, yeah, good idea. All right. Because apparently, that's Titus? what Felix does: is she finds trouble and then gets in front of it. Like stop it, trouble. <laughs> Sometimes, literally. <laughs> and Oliver. I guess I'll try to help out Gwen. Um, and <laughs> I'll try to like, fi- fine. <laughs> I'll try to find the Inquisitor for her. We'll see w- okay. what happens. Don't rely on me for this. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> That's okay. So this check is simple. I will need a sense motive from each yep. of you. Oh, God. All right. Well, I'm not finding Psychum. Let's see what happens. There's a 20 on every die. Uh, Verity gets a 12 for a 19. Uh, I roll a 9 for a 9, unless this is... Trying to discern a secret message. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, afraid not. Ah, yeah. sad, so I roll a nine. Uh, I rolled a nine for a 20. 20? That's All right. pretty good. Y'all are, the perception rolls are just, <laughs> we do the best <laughs> motives. <laughs> and what about Oliver? Uh, Oliver gets a good old three for a three. Woo-hoo. So Felix okay. is the only one who got double digits. <laughs> hey, I got a 19. Yeah, Verity did oh, well, uh, too. Oh, that's right. You did get a 19. Verity does still succeed. So Verity, you, you wander about, you chat for a little bit. You're trying to, because again, while you only see a handful of people on here, again, there are over 40 guests at this gala. Mm. Um, so there are a lot of people like, uh, I thought you had the same build, but you're certainly not the person I'm looking for. Mm. Until you find a woman resplendent in this suit, basically a pants suit of dark gray trimmed with bronze. Rad. Mm. Wearing a centurion styled helmet with plumes. Wow. I'm just throwing it out there that Voinum is played by Catherine Hepburn. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, hands down. So you do know that Voinum is the centurion. All right. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Cornelius, uh, as well as Oliver, you kind of wander <laughs> around and it's a lot of like, eh. cool. No. no. <laughs> actually, you don't say that at all because it's uh, it is rude. It is considered to be a breach of etiquette to actually mm. ask someone else their name. Yeah, I'm I'm just as clueless now as when I came in. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he wanders around. Is just uh, the only thing I've determined since I've spent the last hour looking at every woman's ears is that she is wearing something that covers her pointy ears. <laughs> since Lady Sycam is one of the few half elves here, apparently yeah. the mm. same can be said of Ghoul. And, uh, and ah. Cornelius is also just like, oh, it's the forest all over again. 
Yeah. <laughs> Where is the sun? Oh, right, it's darkness. You look it's around, Cornelius is gone. He's just wandered off into the forest. Oh, no. Into the darkness. Oh, hey. he's asking the trees. Look hey, for hey, are you are you in disguise or are you a tree? <laughs> you wouldn't have to be a half elf tree. You have to tell you? me if you're a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you spend basically uh, your time. You have identified there, and then uh, in the meantime, uh, Felix, being an incredible judge, um, again, it's a mystery that you can uncover. Once again, Rachel, upset. She's not playing an investigator. Yep, I would know everyone. Little bit. I love my investigators. You look around. Again, Gwen, really extra. <laughs> She's got wings on. Very pretty extra. <laughs> pretty extra. <laughs> However, there's only one man here wearing a suit of what looks to be almost, it's silk, but it's almost oh silk Lord. spun like gold. My God. Wearing this triumphant oh gold dragon mask that covers of his course. face. Talk about calling your shot, too. Being like, I'll just kill a couple <laughs> dragons and come to this dressed as a dragon. I hope he gets killed by a this dragon. This guy's got an obsession with dragons. Sure. I don't want chilled. him to get killed by a dragon. I want, like, I don't, not an insult to owlbears or anything, but I want some, like, minor monster that, you know, <laughs> is normally no, yeah. Just drowns trying to cross a river. Yeah, I was going to say, I love that you say not an insult to owl, owlbears. Owlbears but I remember, are also monstrous. <laughs> I remember, I think it was book one of uh, a certain adventure path that takes place in the region that he wants to travel to, uh, the River mm. Kingdoms. <laughs> that I think the... <laughs> I think the obituary for that adventure path lists the fact that owlbears are a random encounter as the number one thing that murders people. <laughs> oh, in that uh-huh. Well, then I hope he's on that list. <laughs> yeah, so you wander around, you all gather a little bit of information. You get to reconvene and, and share. So again, you all know what the others, you're just like Titus is yes. over there and Voinum's there. So yes. um, we know where two of them are at least. Uh. Something. And we know Crab, which we apparently informed Felix and, or sorry, a Ver- Verity and Cornelia. That was that was Lady Crab, guys. That was oh. crab. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Looking fab in her pink. Yeah, I I say. love Lady Crab. I think she's great. <laughs> she's rocking it. Yeah. But that brings us to the ten o'clock hour, as the gong distantly rings, and all of you make your way up the stairs, off of the veranda, and into the grand ballroom, mm-hmm. as you step out to. Uh, Engage in the evening's uh, final true festivities, which is the dance. Oh, All right. They give <laughs> us five hours for this so we can figure out who everyone is. That's why the ball is that long. You all make your way in. Again, the ballroom, this beautiful affair. The performers from outside make their way in, set up at the far end of the ballroom, and begin to regale all of you with this beautiful music. As uh, people begin to uh, kind of split off and start to uh, to step up towards one another to uh, to go out and dance, uh, there's still a lot of uh, technically speaking. If you're wanting to try to find a person here, um, you do so while you're dancing. Okay. So you're just going around dancing, but then you're also finding people. Hmm. So I suppose the question then is, what do you want to do? Here's what Verity wants to do. Verity wants to look for anyone who looks like they shouldn't be here. Um, so thinking there might be somebody that's infiltrated. We know who a handful of people are, so obviously ignoring them. I like that you're basically like, I want to roll for the twist. Well, I want to roll for like, obviously this person's never attended a dance before, or obviously this person is up to some shady stuff instead of dancing or whatever, because I'm feeling paranoid. I'm not very good at noticing things. So, I mean, it really is what it is. (laughs) Fair enough. So anyway, I'm looking for somebody that's up to no good. So, uh, Verity is searching around for anyone up to no good. All right, what about Cornelius? I am just going to continue looking for um, Tribune Psychum. All right, Gwen? Gwen is going to dance, but she's also looking for Sir Grosan while she's doing it. Okay. 
Fair enough. <laughs> well, just Verity's all like, I'm looking for people that aren't supposed to be here because I'm paranoid. And she's like, no, fun. We're having fun. Gwen's like, I want to dance. You can have fun. I'm just remembering there was an assassination <laughs> attempt yesterday. Gwen, Gwen, mm. you can dance if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind. You have left your friends behind. That was just because yeah, your friends fun. don't dance, and since they don't dance, yeah, all they're they're no friends, friends of yours. Well, they are still my friends. She's just pouty about it. So, uh, yeah. In the meantime, Felix, if I remember correctly, there was no success in finding Gusern. No. Not the first time. Gwen's looking again. I will look for Gusern and see if I can't nudge this together. <laughs> After last episode, I think she's realizing she might be the matchmaker. Nice. <laughs> yeah, girl. Make yeah, me a match. match. Uh, Oliver. Uh, I mean, since we know who Voinum is now, or at least we, oh, yeah, yeah, go yeah, we know who yeah, Voinum is now. Yeah, you can go chat now. her up now. I will go try to talk with her. Okay. So you're going to go to make an, an influence check. An attempt to dance with Baroness Voinum. Yeah. Which you've done awesome. before. It's true. So a couple of things. First off, for all of those of you going out there to uh, to even search, uh, basically, you still do need to perform. Um, mm. You are at a okay. dance. Although Verity is uh, is kind of sipping some wine, keeping an eye out. She's not yeah, really worried as much about. Um, she's looking. being a bit of a wallflower. There are a couple of people who are. All of those of you going out and dancing, the dance tonight starts with the minuet. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. I know how to play a, a well-known, elegant, formal dance. Um, the dance of court. Formal, graceful steps. A lot of step, step, bow, step, step, bow. And as such, you may make either a perform dance or a knowledge nobility. Ah, knowledge nobility. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm back into the this isn't requiring acrobatics form of dance. <laughs> knowledge nobility, please. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do I get a plus one to this even if I'm not rolling the perform because it is Only for... if you're doing the perform. Okay. The I, I will point out again better. for you guys that uh, the perform DC easier. is lower. Yeah. But is it as low as I rolled? Yeah, I was going to say, but that requires us to have it. All right, Cornelius. Uh, rolled a three for a 13. Well, you don't make an idiot of yourself, but you're definitely not impressing. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right, Gwen. Gwen rolls a 13 for a 26 on knowledge mm. ability. Next time I'll just do dance, I think. But this one is ability. Good. You go out there, you're impressing. You managed not to knock anybody over with your wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felix. Uh, Felix did a 10 for a 20 nobility. Also managing to impress as you get out there on the All floor right. and do your thing. Very nice. Cut a rug this time, because last time I did not do well. <laughs> and Oliver. Uh, Oliver rolls another three for a 15. A 15? Okay. So, uh, and that was uh, nobility, correct? Nobility, yeah. So. Okay. So, unfortunately, the gents aren't exactly impressing uh, with yeah. their dance skills during this first part. The magic part. lads. The magic lads, unfortunately. The magic bros. Magic mm. bros. No, we've been oh. downgraded to lads. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a downgrade? I don't know. I, it, I it, think it's, it's more of a different sound because it's more like magical lads. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It just it sounds somewhat more childish. It does sound fancier. Mm. I guess so. So for uh, Gwen and Felix, you'll both get a plus one bonus on your upcoming check. All right. So as you have passed the first dance, basically since you guys are searching for someone, um, again, you're dancing so well that people are asking you. So they're like no. kind of seeking you out. So you're actually dancing with more and more people. Gotcha. Which gives you the chance to discover who you're looking for a little bit easier. All right. Following all right. the first dance, you move into a gavotte. Mm. Oh, God. It is a lively tempo yep. performed with a series of skipping steps as uh, as all of you begin your dance about the ballroom. Um, so I will need another perform dance or another, in this case, an acrobatics check. I'm going to go for the Great. perform in this case, even though it's untrained. <laughs> I'm going to go for the acrobatics because it doesn't matter. 
Well, well the, uh, form the form is easier. DC is lower. Oh wait, yeah. the form DC is lower. What's my first yeah. <laughs> Three for a five. I only get a ten. That's all together ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a fifteen for a seventeen perform. Uh, and Oliver got a nine for an eleven. Eh. So Felix is really the only one that's impressing in the second part. She's like, "Oh, I remember dancing this." Yeah. Back when I was courting with my husband. <laughs> so again, you continue to dance. Uh, again, the dancing is a much bigger part of this than even it was last evening, uh, which means mm. that before we move on into the next hour is the third dance. Oh, jeez. Oh, so many dances. This is the Bore. <laughs> it is extraordinarily quick at a double meter. Oh, my oh, God. No. Oh, no. Um, so this is where you separate the uh, the adults from the children. <laughs> the boys from the men. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The lads from the bros. The bros from the lads. Pick your side. <laughs> no, like, I still th- am of those that the lads sounds better than bros. Mm. Yeah. So it is an acrobatics or a perform. All right. All right. Perform it is. Yep. Hmm. Okay. That hmm. is a 13 for a 15 for Cornelius on perform. Okay. Uh, Gwen gets an 18 altogether. Okay. Uh, Felix only got a 9 for an 11 perform. Uh, Oliver rolled a 14 for a 16 perform. All right. Uh, so Gwen does succeed. Uh, and in fact, Cornelius and Oliver kind of pull it out where they're just yes. like, okay, this Finally. is a little bit fast. Like for Oliver, it was like, that was all a little too stately. This just requires that I have energy. And it's like, uh, I've, I've got <laughs> This caught. one is going fast enough. We don't get in our own heads about being perfect yeah. with it. Yeah. That's always what gets me like in real life with dancing is I always go, wait, which step, which, wait, what foot now? And I, oh God. And then I can trip I over air. Over. Dancing is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Fun little anecdote, actually. Um, Rachel and I chose our first dance song for our wedding. And apparently there are two versions of it. And one of them is very long. Oh, and guess which one the DJ decided to yes, play? I see. The song we wanted was two and a half minutes. The one that got played was like six. <laughs> we were up there forever, just going like. Like, why is it ending? <laughs> it's still going, huh? All right. Uh... In case anyone who was at our wedding didn't know that. <laughs> I don't remember y'all's first dance being like insanely long. No, it was pretty long. Maybe it didn't feel that way to you. <laughs> it feels longer when you're yeah. doing it. I was going to say six, six minutes of dancing is forever. Yeah, at the time I was like, all right, that's what they want. I mean, that's cool. But obviously that's not what you wanted. For anyone curious, beyond it was somewhere the beyond the sea. Because it's from, Ma- not Mass Effect, because it's from Bioshock. That's yeah. true. <laughs> But uh, we did not have a Bioshock theme wedding. No. No, it was a Pathfinder theme wedding. wedding. Is anybody (laughs) shocked by that? Anyway. (laughs) All right. So that is a plus one bonus for Gwen, Cornelius, and Oliver, which actually now brings us to our skill checks. So I will need a perception roll from Verity. I will need a sense motive from Cornelius, Gwen, and Felix. And I will need, uh, what are we doing, Oliver, for your uh, influence for the Baroness? Going to continue with knowledge local. Knowledge local. All right. Keep talking her up. Yep. So let's get some rolls. I got a three for a three. Beautiful music playing, all of you spinning around, trading off. Again, it's just this endless barrage of different like animal masks and such as you go spinning. But especially as the music picks up, as Verity's like, oh, God, it's so hard to keep track of who anyone is. Yeah, they're all moving. (laughs) Stop moving. (laughs) I need you all to stop. Are they changing outfits as they go? I can't keep them straight. Cornelius. Okay, so that is a 12 for a 13. What about Gwen and Felix, who are both looking for the uh, 
the elusive Gwen, Sir Gwen Gwen was a twenty, a perfect twenty-four thirty-six. She's finding this man. I think she found she's, him. She's laser focused like she has never been before. She just sniffs. She was like, "I will smell him." Leans over to Felix. I have the scent. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure my. My nine for a 21 with the plus one bonus That's uh, good, isn't going to, it's, it's still good, but I'm pretty sure she found it first. Yeah. <laughs> Look for a man that smells Gracious. of sandalwood and leather. <laughs> and also faintly of copper. And, and um, Felix is like, oh, no. what is wrong with you, Quinn? Take it down about 20 notches. Yeah. Sam's going to run away. She's coming on real strong, y'all. <laughs> How do you know this? I broke into his room and smelled his pillow. <laughs> Gwen is not that bad. I just think it's really funny that I rolled a perfect 20 on this. If you had a thieves kit, you would have been in that room. Shut up. Oh, 100%. <laughs> she didn't deny it. <laughs> she didn't deny it. She just said, shut up. <laughs> and Oliver. Uh, Oliver did all right. I rolled an eight for a 20 with my assorted bonuses. Nice. Uh, so with a 20, you do succeed. Um, so you actually do have a good conversation with uh, Voynum. As, uh, again, you're, no one's announcing who they are, but she doesn't seem surprised or bothered um, that you've tracked her down. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, in the case of uh, Gwen and Felix, the two of you do succeed in tracking down Sir Gersern. I just like that somehow we're doing this together. <laughs> you know, we just danced with each other while we were looking. <laughs> he was wearing a black and gray ensemble and bearing a crow mask. That feels appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. One. Darkness. <laughs> Revelry in the dark. <laughs> Why does he keep saying that? <laughs> Unfortunately, however, Cordelius, uh, no dice. Yeah. You're trying. Yeah, well, You're trying your best. I think Cornelius has given up now. <laughs> Uh, Verity, I'll give you two things. Oh, fun. First off, you don't. Uh, the first thing I'll give you is, uh, is a lack of knowledge uh, in that you <laughs> look around and you don't see anyone that's acting suspicious or not dancing or uh, lingering too near the punch bowl or anything no like that. twirling their very mustache good. or anything. Twirling their mustache evilly. Very good, very good. You do notice something to make you uncomfortable, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. When you had arrived here yesterday, there had been 45 Total guests, including yourselves. Oh, no. However, Earl Mercondus left, left. but there are 45 people here. Oh. That's a real problem. Oh. Uh-oh. So did, the, did the Duchess sneak in? Yeah, the Duchess sneak in? Maybe. Or the Night Swan did. Or oh, the Night Swan no. did. Oh, my. But yeah, you can all gather together and, uh, and have a brief conversation because. Uh, I've got uh, terrible news. <laughs> Other than that there's more dancing. Well, I didn't see you were very successful on the dance floor. Terrible. There are 45 people here. Right. There were 45 people here yesterday. Yes. But the Earl left. So oh. who is the 45th person? Right. Oh. I don't know okay. if we can identify all 45 people. Well, I mean. You have successfully thus far identified three. Four if you count the Flamingo and uh, five, six if you count uh, the Okeros. Mm. And then with us, that makes 12. Yes. Correct. So just so we know, there's an intruder potentially, or the Duchess escaped. I don't know which one. All right. Should keep an eye out on that then. I'm going to look for the Duchess. All right. Because if we find her, that would be the 45th, and then it's fine. Right. That's true. That's probably the best uh, approach to it. Well, I'm going to have some fun at least for an hour, and then we'll start tracking down who should and shouldn't be here. Constant vigilance. 
<laughs> We're all like, there's an intruder in here, and Gwen is like, this will not deter me. <laughs> She's like, I'm having fun no matter what. The bell rings 11 o'clock, an hour oh, until midnight. All right. Something's happening at midnight. The murder will be Back at midnight. To it. We have a bad run with like clocks and time and stuff. Yes, I know. <sighs> Party goes Dial till M 1 for midnight murder. Wait. <laughs> MM. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess the question is now, what are each of you doing? I'm looking for the Duchess. You are searching for the Duchess. All right, Cornelius? Uh, I am going to, uh, you know, I'm going to go chat up Bartleby and then probably be like, oh, I do see we have one extra guest. Technically, you do have 11 because you everyone knows who Bartleby is. Oh, true. Yeah. Bartleby might know that there's an extra person or not. So Yeah, so that's yeah. why I'm like, I'm just going to go talk to Bartleby, do an influence on him, but also be like, Hey, there's an extra person here, and if he's like, "Ah, yes, the Duchess came to be," then that then we're fine. Yeah, then it's fine. Yeah, it does he look particularly that, ruffled? Because sure. he always looks ruffled when the Duchess comes. Yeah. Or you'll be there if somebody tries to murder him. True. Well, you know, wasn't gonna say that, but also this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really I'm not really hardy uh, enough to really put my interpose myself much. Well, but... maybe you'll notice. Just two magic lads trying to live. <laughs> All right, Gwen. Gwen's going to dance with you know, Gersane and have fun for an hour, and then we can get to counting people and murder mystery and whatever other going to happen. But she's going to have fun for an hour. <laughs> you know? Felix? <laughs> you know? uh, Felix is going to help look for the Duchess. Felix is also going to look for the Duchess. Yeah, I figure <sighs> we should uh, double up on that, and I've got nice. one of the best perceptions in the party. You could also True. just look for shenanigans. So Baroness Verity is specifically looking for the Duchess. She is making a sense motive. Because is she is looking for a specific person, whether or not it succeeds or fails. If you're looking for the person that's not supposed to be here, that's a perception rule. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll do that then. It, well, how's your sense motive? Better than my perception. It's a seven. Mine are both at a plus 11. You should probably use your perception because you've yeah. got the higher. I'll yeah. do perception. I, I will look for anything. You'll take a little break. Sus. You know. Roll for sus. All right. And Oliver. Is it possible that I could help Felix do that? Like just providing aid for the hour? No, you can aid another with a perception roll. I would like to do that because that you sounds more important to me. All right. I mean, I want to keep talking to the Baroness, but I think for now this sounds, I don't know, more urgent. I love that I got that on a three. What if I was wrong? <laughs> oh, oh that'd be funny. <laughs> then we'll be waste an hour. Wrong. It's not really the end of the world. That's true. Or is Maybe it? you miscounted. I don't know. But before we get to that, we do have a little bit of dancing to do. So let's uh, let's dance for those of you out on the dance floor, which is actually just Gwen and uh, Cornelius. I'm dancing. Yep. Because I'm looking for the. Oh touches. yeah, and also uh, and also Verity. Verity's stepping out onto the dance floor while uh, Oliver and uh, Felix are taking a bit of a break. Looking for older women to seduce? Question mark. I don't know. So the second hour starts out with a passepied. Wow. Faster than a minuet, the passepied is uh, characterized by its quick tempo and very small, quick steps. A lot of like little prancing about um, as you go dancing out onto <laughs> oh the floor. Oh my! That's a and as such, it is either a acrobatics again or a performed dance. <gasps> oh boy, here we go. Oh, a seventeen uh, for a twenty-two for Verity. Okay. Uh, Cornelius rolls a thirteen for a fifteen. Uh, Gwen rolls a nineteen for a twenty-five. Okay, very, actually, very good all, all around. of you go out and perform uh, quite well, dancing about uh, again, keeping everyone entertained. Again, I just want to reinforce how ridiculous this campaign is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nuts. After this weekend of running all these other games, of which uh, people 
the other games this weekend have been rough. And so the fact that it's just like, oh, uh, can we figure out who it is at the masquerade ball and make sure we pass our dance checks? <laughs> <laughs> the next dance is the Reguidon. Sounds like a dragon. It is, again, another rather lively dance. It's oftentimes in uh, theatrical ballet used as the final dance. My God, okay. Wow. They don't okay. expect you to perform to full ballet standards. Yeah, we're Thank wearing goodness. high heels and normal shoes. We can't do that toe crap and the shoes we're this, probably wearing. This, this dress that we're wearing with like, these weird <laughs> experimental things. It's true. I have wings. So you may make either you may make a perform dance or in this case, once again, an acrobatics. However, if you do have a strength above 14, you do gain a plus two bonus on this because there's a lot yeah. of lifting up your uh, your dance partner as you're... Uh, Is that for both checks? Uh, for either one of them, yes. Okay, because I have a strength of 14, so do I get the bonus? Yeah, strength of 14 or up. Sweet. I don't have that, so straight performance. <laughs> I roll the another strong 17. Over there. Oh, man, Verity's um, killing it out there. Apparently. Wow, I roll an 18 for a 20. Oh. I rolled another 19 for a 27. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Lots of good dancing out there. So, <laughs> actually, all of all of you succeed a second time getting hey. a plus two bonus on your check. All of you are doing Dang. phenomenal. <laughs> However, it's not over yet. Oh, no. <laughs> As you do need yet. to dance the Saraband. Okay. Fortunately speaking, this is a slow courtly dance. So after all that, like getting your heart rate real ah, up and lifting people in the air, it's like, okay, now we're going to go for something a little bit more slow, a little bit more stately. At least we don't mm. have to recognize the dances first. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> Everyone make a perform check before you start doing this thing. Oh, no. Yeah, so I will need a perform dance or a knowledge nobility. Nobility Ooh, knowledge nobility. I'm going to have a 16 uh, for 24. Are also good. Uh, Cornelius rolls a 17 for a 27. <laughs> Gwen Jeez. rolls an 11 for, or rolls a 13 for a 20. Jeez. You all succeed again. Again, like, <laughs> all right. Oliver and Felix, Felix are a little distracted. They're like, wow, like, they're doing great out there. Yeah. yeah once once uh, Cornelius, like, you know, limbers up. up, he's good to go. Yeah. It's because he's dancing with crab. <laughs> well done, Cornelius, old Maybe. dog. Who knows if he's dancing with crab? He's dancing with all kinds of people. Well, he wanted to be dancing with Bartleby, so let's hope. He wanted to be dancing with Bartleby. He gets back around to him periodically. Yeah. Well, I can just be next to Bartleby. Bartleby's taking the lead as far as the uh, the second dance was concerned, lifting Cornelius up, spinning him, <laughs> dropping him. <laughs> Y'all have done that. Not, not again. All right, so uh, I will need a perception roll from Felix with an aid another from Oliver, and then I will need a sense motive from Verity. I will need. When are you gathering information? What are you doing? Probably a gather information just to see what, you know, I might mention to him like, hey, Verity says there's too many people here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, you can make a diplomacy check and Cordelius, I believe, is making another knowledge arcana. I am indeed with so many bonuses and I'm going to need them. Do we get one per dance we succeeded on or just one total? One per dance you succeeded on. So three oh. total bonus. All right. I'm going to get a 14 for a 24 um, on my sense motive for find the Duchess. And Cornelius? Uh, Cornelius rolls a three. But that's still a 20 arcana check. Hey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> bonuses. Yeah. Still managed to pull. Again, that's why stacking the bonuses is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stacking yeah. the bonuses is great. Uh, and Gwen. Gwen rolls a 12 for a 27 on her diplomacy check. Okay. Jeez. Dang. To be like, hey, man, you know there's too many people here, right? <laughs> yeah. That should trigger his little, like, burp, burp. Uh, like senses. His box box senses. You know, like alerted, startled noise. So, first off. Verity, you can ascertain one thing for certain. It is not the Duchess. 
Okay. All You're right. Like, I've searched this place. Uh, she is not here. Okay. That's okay. unfortunate. Cornelius, you do actually succeed. You do not exceed by more than five, um, but you do succeed, nope. however, and do gain an additional influence point on Count Bartleby Lothied, inching him closer and closer to actually being helpful, despite the fact that you're planning on ousting him from his home. <laughs> We're free. We just have him to convince him it's in his, his best prison. interest. Yes, yeah. we, we are going to do it nicely. We're liberating him, one might say. Yes. Liberating him of that terrible thing called responsibility. Uh, so is there anything specifically that Gwen is trying to uh, gather information on, or is she just having polite conversation? I mean, she would be chit-chatting, and then she definitely would mention, hey, Verity, you know, noticed that there are 45 people here, and with the Earl leaving, there should only be 44, question mark, you know? He just responds with a flat, I know. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. He's also and sus. Is it are Kuzar? you concerned at all? I am not concerned. I cannot speak for everyone here. I know whom they are. You're not going to tell me, are you? It is against the rules of this soiree. <laughs> oh my gosh, lawful dude. Well, then I'll just have to figure it out on my own. Good luck. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he say good luck? Like, we're ha he just turned that over to us to figure out. He already knows. Yeah, the yeah. way that he's like, there's an extra person here and I know who it is and he's not worried about it makes me think... It's, it's not, not a danger. Yeah, it's somebody snuck in Surprise. and he's not overly or it's concerned one about of it. Bartleby's plans. Yeah. Mm, could be. Oh, oh gosh. God. Felix and Oliver. Uh, well, Oliver only got a five to aid Felix, so I don't help at all. Well, and Felix only got a three for a 14. Ouch. Ouch. No, you can both tell that it's like there are a lot of people here and we've only limited yeah. it to, down to a few. So there is a mystery guest somewhere here. Yes. But no idea who that could be. Verity's like, there's no Duchess. <laughs> it's not the Duchess. We're all gonna die. Well, I'm not that panicky. <laughs> when I when I mentioned it to Bartleby, he doesn't seem concerned either. Um, you can make a sense motive. All right, come on. I'll give this to you. Um, he does not seem surprised. However, he does seem okay. somewhat annoyed. Probably that oh. someone figured it out. Mm -hmm. No, he might he might be annoyed because he knows who it is, and it's like. You know, some cousin he doesn't like or something. Titus is even more annoying, brother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. You know, it's Martella. She just, again, shows up and shoots him with a gun. It's Martella. <laughs> She's just broken. <laughs> However, before the clock strikes midnight, I'll give this to Cornelius. Cornelius notices that uh, Count Luthied excuses himself about 10 minutes before uh, the clock strikes midnight. Exits the ballroom. To go up and get murdered. To go get murdered. After Again, I think it's part of the plan for his entertainment. Well, he, he's kind of annoyed, though. Hmm. I think it's annoyed that somebody figured out that there was an extra person. Who, hmm. who else is going to be counting guests? You begin to kind of think this over as all the clocks strike midnight. After a moment, however, Bartleby rushes in theatrically. Oh, God. There's that sudden ring sound of uh, whoever's <laughs> playing the violin almost purposefully. Uh, making a dramatic uh, yeah, noise uh, as he enters. Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I hate to interrupt the ball. As the uh, the clocks are just finishing striking midnight, the sound dissipating. However, I regret to inform you that the ballroom is being invaded. Oh, and Jesus. I will need what? all of our participants to rush to its defense. What? This is so what? dramatic. Let us begin. <laughs> Why? The Dance of the Phalanx. What? What? <laughs> what? All of what you, I imagine that? Verity happily 
realizes what this is. Oh, okay. The Dance of the Phalanx is equal part strategy game and formal waltz oh, performed oh on a great oh As partners <laughs> select the next dances from predefined lists related to the music played to dance about the battlefield as almost living pairs of chess pieces yes, to claim their enemy pieces oh, and conquer the battlefield Gosh, that is Or Elias immediately goes to grab Crab because she's a good dancer. <laughs> Winning what the dance the of the world? Phalanx requires strategy and grace. And we'll see if you possess both of those next time. Oh my oh god. Verity so is so excited. I told you Verity okay, would be happy about this person upcoming. the ringer. <laughs> it's probably the needed a, a certain number of people or whatever. Oh, who knows? Mm, maybe. Well, I don't know. That would bring it up to an odd number. No, Bartleby's well, well, not going to play. Bartleby's, yeah. yeah. Bartleby's not Bart- going to okay. do it. Yeah. Mm. I will tell you all ahead of time that I will help all of you to determine what your DMB which is your dance maneuver bonus is what? before this battle begins. What? Oh my God. Oh my God. Why are we even ready. doing Get y'all? ready. Oh my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, gosh. all the other characters are like literally dying. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> all of the, all wow. the other characters are like, hilarious. I don't have a dance maneuver bonus. I just get eaten by freaking ghouls. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't have a maneuver bonus because I'm in combat. <laughs> I've been eaten. <laughs> Like a real adventurer. <laughs> oh, I've been so excited oh to do God. the dance of the phalanx. Oh my God. <laughs> this sounds super fun. What? Although, in bad taste, considering the massacre that occurred at the last like event. Yes. Yeah. I know. Oh, they were being invaded. Oh my God. This is probably <laughs> some sort of, you know, tradition. And yeah. so they always do it or it something. Is, it is a great Taldane tradition. Oh my God. It seems Lord. super fun now that I know what it is. <laughs> there are no other oh, really really involved, so I'm excited about it. Oh my I look gosh. forward to being slaughtered on this battlefield. <laughs> the fun thing about it is it isn't even necessarily well it's teams because you get to choose who your partner is but uh, the dance continues mm. until only one pair of dancers remain oh my I my. want Boynum oh my god. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I bet she knows how to dance the phalanx well she also is a strategy I would be shocked lady, if she didn't yeah I'm sure we'll find out more next time oh my gosh we'll find out what terrible things will happen if you fail the dance of the phalanx oh no shame however I do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons for your continued patronage, your continued support. This is 50 episodes now of War for the Crown, which is staggering to think about Mm -hmm. as we had started this adventure again just in January of uh, of this year. And the fact that we are already 50 episodes in is amazing. Yep. So thank you all for your patronage, your support. It is because of you that we are able to do everything that we do. And we do, as always, want to thank a couple of you by name. A couple of our special patrons to shout out on our 50th episode. <laughs> um, as the party stands ready on the cusp of the Dance of the Phalanx. I'm so excited for this. It's so much fun. <laughs> All right. I'll look forward right, to that. It's a bunch of dice rolls, but uh, I do like determining your dance maneuver bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to start by thanking Charles S. Thank you, Charles. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate Thanks, it, Charles. Charles. Such a, yes, thank, thank you, Charles. Such a kingly yeah. name. True. <laughs> Very true. And I'm going to thank Peter Fortin. Thank you, All Peter. Right. Thanks, thank Peter. You, Peter. Yes, Peter. <laughs> and I would like to thank Eli Page. All right. Thank you, Eli. Appreciate it, Eli. Thank you, Eli. Awesome. I would like to thank Mike Falls. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thank, thank you, Mike. Mike. Falls. Appreciate Mike. It. That's a good name. That's a cool name. Yeah. And I would like to thank Jason Paddle. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, Jason. All We're right. Jason support, too. Thank you, Jason. Well, it's been personal to, uh, to Jason because of the Power Rangers. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Actually, really? speaking of Power Rangers. 
<laughs> Indeed, I would like to. <laughs> what a freaking segue, man! I would like to thank Tommy Mancino. So we appreciate thank your you, support, Tommy. Tommy. Thanks, yeah. Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. I was always a Billy fan of the myself. Here. Oh, Tommy I was, was, I was a Billy favorite. fan. I was a yeah. Zach fan too. Zach was awesome. Uh, yeah, Breakdance fighter. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you all for your continued patronage, your support. Thank you to our entire community. I know I say this often, but I do just want to take the opportunity to thank the amazing community that has grown up around this podcast, around Mummy's Mask, starting some of them with Mummy's Mask, even if you jumped in here and you're just 50 episodes in now with War for the Crown. You are all amazing. We have a wonderful, supportive network of players uh, over on our Discord, of uh, commentators. We have an amazing community that has grown up around our Twitter page and grown up around our subreddit that have supported us, that have reached out. We have never once in the history of Find the Path paid a single cent to advertise. Every mm. bit of growth that we have received has been organic grassroots growth from uh, all of our amazing supporters. And our success is because of you. So um, if you have been uh, going around talking on our social medias and all the rest of that stuff, thank you for that. Um, again, if you have a friend that you think, you know what, they would probably enjoy this show also. Hand it off to them. See if they like it. Find what you think is the funniest thing in the entirety of the 50 episode run thus far. Play that for mm. them and go, this. It's Dance Maneuver <laughs> Bonus, I'm this telling dance you. Maneuver yeah, bonus. Dance Maneuver Bonus is pretty far up there. Yeah. Um, or the most dramatic episode. I would skip over the most dramatic episode because that's mm. kind of a spoiler. And what was that, nine? I was nine say, don't want to spoil yeah. stuff. Yeah, nine. Nine, yeah, <laughs> oh, don't <God>. spoil nine. <laughs> But we do, as always, want to say thank you to all of you for your continued support. It means the world to us. And I also want to take an opportunity to thank our Find the Path tier patrons, which do include Andrew Miller, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Elliot Brown, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., John Koo, Joshua Saldana, Louis Ellis, Robert Beach, Sandy Archer, Siren Roll, and TJ Kahn. Thank you all for supporting us, for getting us to Thank episode y'all. 50. And here's to another 50 episodes and then probably another 100 past that. Yeah, <laughs> here's hoping. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. That's the plan. Yeah, yep. we really appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, everyone. And uh, tune in next time to figure out what everyone's uh, dance maneuver bonuses are and to oh, see whether geez. or not they can come out as the victors, as there is, let us simply say, a magnificent reward. Oh, we love For being the victor of this Dance of the Phalanx. Oh my god, it's amazing. All right. (laughs) And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Good luck. Good luck out there. Bye, everybody. Why do I feel like this is West Side Story and we're dance battling? (laughs) (laughs) That was a West Side Story. I'm thinking, was it Michael Jackson? They're going to tie your hands together and then give you switchblades. Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.